our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio. AM 970 and 97.1 FM. My oh my, glorious sunshine this morning booming through our windows. 69 degrees here at the studio. Not inside, but outside. Headed up to 84 outside. But there's still the mention of some rain in the forecast. In fact, as I look ahead for a whole week here, doesn't say it's going to hit 80 except for today all in the upper 70s all of it sunny so we've got a beautiful week in store for us if this holds up anyway good morning folks welcome now let's see scott um you had a good show this morning right yeah yeah i always enjoy it it's good to Wake up with our radio family and play some great tunes from 60s, 70s, and 80s selections. And, yeah, we also had a uh, weather warning from the emergency broadcast system what about, uh, about, about 7.50. High water in the Shade River area, particularly near Chester, and that uh, they extended the warning into 10 o'clock this morning. So okay, about, now, about another a, 45 wait, minutes. Wait a minute. Shade River. Yeah, it's down uh, down beyond southern Athens County towards the Meigs County line into Meigs County. I think Chester is Chester in Meigs County. I think it is. Huh. So uh, okay. anyway, it's in effect until 10 o'clock, and I've been saying on the air to let folks know if you know someone living in that area that sure. you know, may sure. not have heard the warning to, to let them know. But uh, floodwaters are getting a little bit close there. Um, so, yeah, I did that. Then uh, lots of great music. I I love the music. Pooch Patrol, Pet of the Week, well, all it, of it. It shows. It shows. It yeah. really does. Thank you. I do my best each morning. I went over to um, the dog shelter yesterday. Oh, cool. And... Um, my intention was, and once again, you've heard me say this probably too often, folks. I apologize. But since Pat passed away, uh, I've been trying to get caught up on all of the household bills and um, respons- chores. chores, responsibilities, things yep. that she used to take care of. Yep. And so, um, you know, I called the veterinarian. And I said, uh, okay, when were our dogs, and they had tags on, but I didn't know if the, the date of the tag was uh, good for a one year or two years for vaccinations, you know. Mm-hmm. So I learned the dates. So I've had them updated, and they've got their shots, and we've got new tags. So then, you know, we also have this tag that is... Um, where they're registered with the with the county, yeah, a dog license. 
So, um, again, I didn't know the answer to that, so I just drove out there. I had taken a little quick picture of each of their tags and went out there and uh, found out that both of them are still active and did not need to be renewed yet. Terrific. So, you know, another thing I got to check off my list. That's right. Make a list. That's mm. what you got to do if you, you know, if you're not used to doing something like you're doing now or anything, really. Yeah. You know, take well, notes. Okay. So <clears throat> write I, yourself notes. I know we're on the radio, folks, but um, I'll try to describe <clears throat> it so you they Okay. So, see look here. See, there's my phone, right? Yeah. And there's a thing called checklist mm -hmm. that I have. Mm -hmm. And I go to, whoops, I punched the wrong button. There, I go to it. And then you have different types of lists. So, for my examples, I have tasks. That's the one I use most often. Yeah. Breakfasts. So, places I like to eat breakfast. Uh, party lines. So, those are guests that we're mm -hmm. working on. Um, dinner guests, um, long-term shopping, financial issues, projects, exchange students, personal goals, restaurants, fast food, medical, uh, just all sorts of things, right? And those are list titles. So then if I click tasks, okay, it reminds me, post office, take my AM meds, which I did, uh, dog licenses, I did that yesterday. Check. Yeah. Feed dogs in the morning and feed the cat in the morning. Later in the day, feed PM, right? Mm-hmm. In the afternoon. Uh, bank deposit, uh, researching a refi. Um, upstairs toilet flush handle. <laughs> <laughs> I need to fix a handle on an upstairs toilet up in the third floor. Uh, but you know what I mean. Just oh yeah. And there's a certain satisfaction at the end of the day of seeing these th green things I've accomplished down at the bottom where I've checked them off. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're doing great. I mean, good for you to do that because yeah. they, those reminders are extremely helpful. Sure. Because you know when you get home, you think I forgot to go pay my electric bill or forgot to grab something at the store or something like that. But right. You've got it right. right in front of you there. And uh, incidentally, uh, the dog's tags are, will be good until January. Yes. And then you renew them. I think there's a period of time uh, for like, a couple I was, months. While, so while I was there. I'll try to remind you, too. While I was there, they <clears> said, <throat> okay, now, uh, on our mailing, we send a, um, um, a notice out. Oh, yes. Okay. And it's Patricia's name. And I said, well, let's change that. <laughs> and yes. so yes. Um, now it'll come to me. And um, with my mailing um, and my email address and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, that's that's what we did with mom, you know, and switched over some things, too. I mean, it just it's the natural involvement that you got to do. It's a process. And those, you know, good for you again to take the time to put those reminders on things you things you just don't really think about until you do. Yeah. And then it's you're somewhere else, or you've you've missed a 
a number or something like that. Yeah, so. and your credit score, if you miss a payment by a few weeks, um, drops a little bit. And, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. And, uh, like, I don't worry too much about that. But why let it drop? If, if you know about it, do it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And, and something you can pick up and look at every day. Like, every morning when you get ready, set aside a time to look at your phone. In the morning before you even leave the house. I do. And say, okay, here's this, this, this today. Got to do that. Got to call this person. And there's things I add, too, each yeah. morning. Yeah, throughout the day. So right. good for you. Well, um, golly. Okay, well, it's a beautiful morning <clears throat> here right now. And uh, supposed to stay that way really for the whole week. Wow. All right. Well, there is a... There is today a mention of some light rain. Mm-hmm. Do they have a time of day for that? Uh, po- Brian Hughes is saying on his forecast, possibly some spotty afternoon showers. Okay. And I listened to the afternoon forecast as well, and it said the same thing. Not going to be much to deal with, so okay. just a few spotty showers possible. It is fair week, you know. Well, it poured last oh, night. Oh, my uh, goodness. For a while, um... We were out, um, our Wednesday night group was out at uh, one of the vineyards. And, ah, yes. And uh, Mercy, uh, we were inside tonight, <laughs> or last night, I mean. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah, it, uh, well, it it uh, rained pretty good, what, late in the afternoon? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me, and then again yeah. a couple more times. And when I looked out your direction, as I was driving back on... What is that, old 33? Uh, or old new? or new, 33. New, new 33, I yeah. guess. The Super 2, as they call it. Okay. Well, it, anyway, it was looking really nasty over your way. Yeah. And, yeah, it, it got that way a little bit, too. Sure. And I noticed, uh, yeah, skies were really dark towards uh, the Meigs County area south mm-hmm. of Athens, too. But, yes, it, it nailed us, too. Got us, so. Well, let's see here. We, we've talked for... 10 or 15 minutes here uh, and really not gotten underway, but uh, good morning, folks. Welcome. It's August 11th. That's right. It's a Thursday. And in terms of, um, you know, today is this, today is that. Today is National Sons and Daughters Day. Now, it's also National Raspberry Bomb Day, B-O-M-B-E. Is that how it's pronounced? Um, I would say yeah. Or okay. <clears throat> could it be Bombay? Well, I don't know. I, I don't know either. So let's look that one up. Okay. Let's just well, do that right now. While we're going on, uh, we'll come back to it. National Presidential Joke Day. Seems to me in recent years that has been easier to do. <laughs> and I don't mean just really recent i mean even going back 25 years or 30 well i think you could pick out any president i suppose for for that and then the next thing and final thing to mention is global kinetic sand day okay so let's go back national raspberry bomb day okay is it bomb um it doesn't give me a pronunciation or phonetics 
anything like that. Does but anybody know out there? If so, give us a call, 592-6646. B-O-M-B-E. Yeah. The dessert. Yes, if tantalizing frozen dessert. It creates a beautiful finale to any summer meal. Uh, this uh, dessert is the third raspberry holiday of the month. My goodness, what a popular berry. Well, I, they are great. Yeah, it contains sherbet. This is sherbet, and not sherbet. sherbert. They, they don't have the R at the end. Well, it's got to be a typo. Uh, yeah, well, could be. Heavy cream, sugar, chopped nuts, candied fruit, and a dash of rum. The dessert is layered using a spherical mold and frozen overnight. With raspberries as the main ingredient, the result creates a terrific centerpiece. Sounds wonderful. Yes, it sure does. Tasty. Okay. Global Kinetic Day. Isn't it kinetic sand? I'm sorry, you're absolutely right. Kinetic sand. Okay. What is this? Global Kinetic Sand Day celebrates the magically fun sand that is so oddly satisfying you cannot put it down. That's kind of like Play-Doh was when we were kids. Remember Play-Doh? Of course. We We loved that stuff. That was like, you know, stuff from Pluto or... Saturn or something like that. It's like something we'd never seen before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, kinetic sand, you can squish it, mix it, slice it, and mold it into any shape you want. Creative possibilities are endless. Made with natural sand, you can feel the flow through your fingers almost like real sand without the mess. Now, let's see. Well, I'm not sure I've ever seen experienced this i i'm not sure i have either but uh because they say you can shape it mm mm-hmm yep it's it's like squeezable sand that never dries out so i'm i'm thinking you know when with the mention of play-doh i wonder if it's kind of like that but kind of like a sandy well it mix is mixing sand with beeswax oh so that way, okay. So you know, it's beeswax. not a natural product; it's something you have to make. Yeah, and and that way, the beeswax presumably would yeah. hold the sand together. Shall we try that some morning? Oh, absolutely. Where do we get sand? I along guess with at the hardware store. Yeah. Okay. Along we'll have we'll have a raspberry Bombay too with that. Well, that's a little more complicated. Or <laughs> raspberry bomb, whatever it is. All right. Well, let's see. Oh, and and the the thing I want to go back to. <laughs> National Presidential Joke Day. Okay, now we saw this earlier, and I asked you to see if you could find a few examples. So, did you have time to do? Yeah, that? I've got one here from uh, one. Well, I've got more than that, okay, but. Okay. One here, it says, because it is August 11th today. On August 11th, 1984, President Ronald Reagan was conducting a sound check for a radio program. So do we want to explain what a sound check is? Testing, one, two, three. Testing, testing. How do I sound? Yes. Okay. 
before the program goes live on the air. So he went on to say, My fellow Americans, I'm pleased to tell you today that I've signed legislation that will outlaw Russia forever. We begin bombing in five minutes. <laughs> and the joke was on him, obviously, because the microphone was live and the entire world heard his words. Thus, this began National Presidential Joke Day. Okay. Okay. Now, here's one from... Did, 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 do they have any follow-up, like saying he quickly had to backtrack? And... Oh, I'm sure he did. But they don't. They don't say that. I I kind of remember where they had to scramble to get on the air. To I was in the media working hard that. at that time, and still I don't remember this exactly or the reaction. But um, I've just forgotten over the years. Yeah. Well, I, I think Russia became a, a little bit afraid of President Reagan after he said that, even though he was only you know doing a sound check. Mm joking around yeah they thought i wonder if this guy is serious about yeah, this yeah, yeah. and uh he he commanded respect from uh was it gorbachev at the time i think so. R- russian prime minister president whatever it is okay here's one from jimmy carter my esteem in this country has gone up substantially it is very nice now when people wave at me they use all of their fingers <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I w- we won't uh, explain that too much further. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Um, we'll go on. We'll move away from that one there. It's a little politically charged. Mm. Uh, which one of Washington's officers had the best sense of humor? Laugh Ayette. Laugh Ayette. Oh, okay. Yeah. And Dwight. Eisenhower, President Eisenhower, said an atheist is a guy who watches a Notre Dame SMU football game and doesn't care who wins. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. With SMU standing for Southern Methodist University. Okay. Notre Dame, uh, you know, obviously a Catholic Catholic school. Here's one from President John F. Kennedy, who was answering a little boy on how he became a war hero. Uh... John F. Kennedy said it was absolutely, uh, the boy said it was absolute. Now, wait a minute. Let's go back. John Kennedy said about becoming a war hero, it was absolutely involuntary. They sank my boat. Mm. Remember, he was on yes, the uh, PT boat. Yeah, PT boat that was sunk during, what was it, World War II? Oh, yeah. I think. Here's one from Ulysses S. Grant. I know only two tunes. One of them is Yankee Doodle, and the other is not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that well, was his, uh... Yeah, I'm sure if we wanted to find more, we could. Oh, yeah, there are but, uh, there are many, many more of them. All right, well, I guess we've uh, done all the National Day things. Oh, we should should do this. How many senior presidential aides... Does it take to change a light bulb? None. They're supposed to keep the president in the dark. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What about historical events? Let's see here. On this date in 19... Oh, wait a minute. I just glanced over and someone is calling in. So let's uh, get the buttons just right. Good morning. Okay. 
This one's mostly for Scott, but for both of you tonight. Field of Dreams. Yes, we just talked about that before we yeah, went on the air. And I meant to bring it up before this. Thanks for helping. I must have got coffee. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, we haven't done hey. it yet, but but we're going to. Well, let's do it. How many? Let's do it. How many software engineers does it take to change a light bulb? <laughs> I, I I give. None. It's a hardware issue. <laughs> oh, 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 I get it. Yeah. Did you did you hear about the engineer whose wife sent him to the grocery store? Uh, no, sir. She uh, she said, uh, get a loaf of bread, and if they have eggs, get a dozen. He comes back with 12 loaves of bread and says, they had eggs. <laughs> if they have <laughs> eggs. <laughs> okay, guys, I'll let you go. Okay. Cool. Thank you. Fun. Bye. Thanks, Appreciate John. Oh, um, oh, that was John, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now. Now I've lost my place. Field of Dreams. Yeah, but there was something else that came up there. Presidential jokes. No, No, it is Field of Dreams. That's right. Okay, so Scott was reminding me this morning of something I didn't really know about until today. Recall that movie years ago entitled The Field of Dreams. Mm -hmm. Starring Kevin Costner. And it was out in the middle of the boonies. In a cornfield in Iowa. And um, they, this, these, this, uh, these teams showed up and played a, a good quality baseball game out in the middle of nowhere. Okay, well, I didn't know that for many years now they have actually been doing that. Mm-hmm. A few years now, yes. And, um, and each year it's a different team or two. So that event is happening tonight, right? Yes, it is. Or this late afternoon. Tonight. Do they have lights? Oh, yes. Well, did that park have lights? The oh, yes. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, so the teams involved this year are? The Chicago Cubs and our Cincinnati Reds were picked to be the two teams to play. Now, Major League Baseball picks two different teams each year. Last year, I believe it was the Yankees and the White Sox. And the White Sox won with a dramatic ninth-inning homer to win the game. Uh, they were behind, I think, by one. But uh, I think it was Tim Anderson hit a game-winning home run into the cornfield beyond, I think, it was right center field. So this is the second game, actually, for the MLB Field of Dreams game. Um, and it's in the cornfield again in Dyersville, Iowa. They're only, they've only done it twice? Yeah, according to – I'm pretty sure this is the I second game, yeah. But one each year. Yes, they're going to do this each okay. year. Okay, so I thought this had some history to it, but it's only been a recent thing. Yeah, well, the hi- the history is the movie, yes. Uh, okay. You know, the, the line in the movie, if you build it, they will come. Okay. Kevin Costner kept hearing these voices telling him, if you build this field, these old-time legendary players 
oh, will, yeah. will show up. Oh, yeah. And one of them being Shoeless Joe Jackson, who they didn't know. These players started walking out of the cornfields, not as holograms, but in the movie as real-life players that had been resurrected back mm-hmm. back into their playing days mm-hmm. of their ages. And who can forget the performance of uh, James Earl Jones, too, with that, with Kevin Costner in that movie. And uh, so there will be lots of pregame and endgame activities uh, to celebrate baseball. And uh, the game is tonight. It is on Fox TV, the regular Fox station. And, uh, again, it's in Dyersville, Iowa. Pregame starts at 6, and first pitch is scheduled for 7.15. Joe Davis and John Smoltz will be doing the play-by-play. I like listening to Smoltzy. He is his insight of baseball is just terrific. Now the game is not played on the same field where the movie was filmed, because uh, a major league field with the with the dimensions uh, was constructed on the northern perimeter of where the movie field is mm-hmm. and still is there. Now, there's a pathway that goes through the cornfield that leads into the ballpark, like you and I were discussing before we went on the air. And then uh, the the players from the Reds and the Cubs will be walking through that cornfield, just like the movie. And uh, so they'll be walking through those pathways, through the cornfields, and then uh, there's also a right field wall with windows in it that shows the cornfield. Now, they will both be wearing special uniforms, Cincinnati will have uniforms that have been inspired uh, with the year of 1919, the year that it uh, won the controversial World Series over the White Sox, not the Cubs. But uh, that allegedly was a fixed World Series in 1919. So the Reds will be wearing those unis. Wait a minute. A fixed World Series? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't remember this. Oh, yeah. The bookies got to uh, the Reds players. And the White Sox players, mobsters, gangsters. So who won the game? Well, the the Reds won the World Series that and, year. But they're saying that's because... Because the White Sox threw it through okay. the series. Okay. So a lot of the White Sox players were suspended. Uh, some were banned from baseball. That's and, not cool. Yeah, uh, but the, the story has it that when... I think the White Sox were on defense in the field that the if the fix was on, the bookies would know because the pitcher was supposed to hit the batter with the very first pitch of the game. And lo and behold, the very first batter was hit by the pitch. Then the bookies knew the fix was on. That was their tip. Okay, the Reds are going to be wearing um, white unis with navy pinstripes and the club's classic logo embroidered on the left chest. The Red Sea, and it says Reds in the middle of that sea. And the Reds hat is going to be also white with navy pinstripes and the vintage Red Sea on the front of the hat. The Cubs will be wearing solid cream-colored jerseys similar to those worn during their 1929 National League pennant winning season. Now, we all know the Cubs went 108 years, I think, before 
they won another World Series in 2015 or 16, I think it was. So during 1929, they won the National League pennant. Their uniforms will feature the team's old-school logo depicting the Bear Cub holding a bat inside a large red and navy sea, plus navy blue caps adorned by a white bear cub. So I, I like that when they wear these unis like that. So it, it, it's going to be neat. The Reds will be the home team, and uh, then they both get a day off on Friday. The ballpark capacity is built major league with major league dimensions, as was mentioned, and it will seat approximately 8,000 fans. Okay, the oldest team in existence is the Reds, 1869. So that's a long time ago. Do do quick math. Oh, okay, 170, 52, what are we doing, 52, 50, 153 years? Wow. Cool. Yeah, so the Reds were the very first professional baseball team All right. in existence. Well, we're pleased to be an affiliate. Yes, we are. They were called the uh, Cincinnati Red Stockings at the time. Then they went to the Cincinnati Red Legs, and now they are just the Reds. wonder if Rush is in- offended by that team name. Just kidding. Yeah, no. Um, okay, let's let's get moving a little bit here. Miss, um, we typically mention a variety of historical events that happen on this date, but in a different year, of course. So on uh, August 11th, 1945, the Allies refused Japan's offer to surrender on the condition that Emperor Hirohito retains his status. August 11, 1954, the formal peace treaty ends over seven years of fighting in Indochina between the French and the communist Viet Minh. 1988, on this date, Al-Qaeda formed at a meeting between Osama bin Laden, Ayman al-Zawari, and uh, Derfado in Peshawar, which is in Pakistan. On this date in 2003, NATO takes over command of the peacekeeping force in Afghanistan, marking its first major operation outside of Europe in its 54-year history. Okay, famous birthdays. We got a few. Hulk Hogan. Um, what what started his fame? Was it wrestling? Yeah. Okay. Professional wrestling. Terry Eugene Bolia, better known by his ring name Hulk Hogan is an American retired professional wrestler. He is widely regarded as the most recognized wrestling star worldwide and the most popular wrestler of the 1980s. 
He is six feet seven inches tall. Holy cow. And weighs about uh, probably 300. Well, <clears throat> six feet seven, did you say? Yes. And I'm five five. Mercy. Today is his 69th birthday. Okay, let's see here. These are in no particular order. Chris Hemsworth. And um, he is celebrating his 39th birthday today. Christopher Hemsworth is an Australian actor. He rose to prominence playing Kim Hyde in the Australian TV series Home and Away before beginning a film career in Hollywood. Some of his movies include Thor from 2011 and from 2022, just recently, Thor Love and Thunder. And from 2017, another Thor movie called Ragnarok. And in 2020, a movie titled Extraction. Um, two more to go here. Uh, Christian Eijkman, E-I-J-K-M-A-N, Eijkman. He was born in 1858 on this date, and he died in 1930. What was his thing? Christian Eichmann was a Dutch physician and professor of physiology whose demonstration that beriberi is caused by poor diet led to this discovery of uh, antineuritic vitamins. Together with Sir Frederick Hopkins, he received the Nobel Prize for Physiology or medicine in 1929 for the discovery of vitamins. Joe Rogan. Today is his 55th birthday. And, um, boy, he, he looks very familiar to me. Yes, he, James, Joseph James Rogan is an American UFC caller, commentator, podcaster, comedian, actor, former TV Presenter. He hosts the Joe Rogan Experience, a podcast in which he discusses current events, comedy, politics, philosophy, science, and a hobby of with a variety of guests. Um, He's 5'8", in case you were wondering. A little better. <laughs> uh, Andrew Carnegie uh, died on this date in 1919, but he was born in 1835. And, um, boy, we've heard that name many times over oh, the yes. years. Oh, yes, yes. Andrew Carnegie was a Scottish-American industrialist and philanthropist. Carnegie led the expansion of the American steel industry in the late 19th century and became one of the richest Americans in history. He became a leading philanthropist in the United States and in the British Empire in uh, the steel industry. Robin Williams. He died in 2014. He was born in uh, 1951. Um, I have watched this guy in a number of situations. And his creativity and spontaneity just shatters my mind. But um, anyway, Robin Williams. Oh, my. Yes. Gone too soon. And uh, had some health issues mm -hmm. that he dealt with for 
years and finally succumbed to those. Uh, boy, oh boy, he was one of my favorites. Robin McLaurin Williams was an American actor and comedian known for his improvisational skills yes. and wide variety of characters he created on the spur of the moment and portrayed on film and dramas and comedies alike. He is regarded as one of the greatest comedians of all time. And of course, uh, many of us remember him from uh, many of the movies, Mrs. Doubtfire, Dead Poets Society, Jumanji, uh, Goodwill Hunting, uh, my goodness. Oh, so it's endless pa- list. Patch Adams, uh, that, one of my favorite movies, Patch Adams. He, he had the ability to let directors just stand there. And he went off script many times, and they just let him go because he was so good at it, and they kept it in the films. They did not change his improvisations uh, during certain screening moments, certain episodes. And uh, as it turned out, you know, it was just so funny and dramatic even, dramatic roles he played. But uh, he was hilarious on the Johnny Carson show. Well, yeah. And if you've ever seen him with Jonathan Winters at the same time mm-hmm. on Johnny Carson, uh, you will be needing some Kleenex for leaky eyes, mm-hmm. as I call them. <laughs> well, um, let's turn our attention to um, the more serious stuff, some of the news. Um Former President Donald Trump said he invoked the Fifth Amendment yesterday, declining to answer questions from the New York Attorney General's office brought as part of a civil financial probe. The three-year-old state inquiry reportedly centers on claims Trump and the Trump Organization artificially inflated the value of real estate holdings to secure loans while deflating them to take advantage of tax breaks. Trump and company officials have denied wrongdoing. Uh, Related, the former president said his decision was influenced by Monday's FBI raid into his Miralargo residence. Officials say the search warrant was not directly related to either the New York probe or the January 6th committee investigation, but was the result of claims Trump improperly took White House documents to his personal residence, some potentially classified, instead of providing them to the National Archives. Let's go out to Albuquerque. Police have detained a 51-year-old Afghan Muslim man in connection with the murder of four Muslim men in Albuquerque. Muhammad Saeed, I think is how it's said, his name, who authorities say knew the victims with whom he possibly had interpersonal conflict was arrested earlier this week after a traffic stop more than 100 miles away from his home in Albuquerque. Police say it isn't clear yet whether the crimes should be classified as hate crimes, serial killings, 
or both. Saeed was charged with killing two victims, July 26th and August 1st, for which police found bullet casings connecting both crimes and a gun used in those shootings in his home. He's also been identified as a person of interest in the killing of two other people on November 7th, 2021, and last Friday. His motive is still unclear, though reports say Saeed, a Sunni Muslim, allegedly resented his daughter's marriage to a Shiite Muslim. Sunnis and Shiites make up the two largest branches of Islam. Well, another story certainly is um, the whole all the questions surrounding inflation. U.S. inflation rose 8.5% year-over-year in July, down from the 40-year high of 9.1% in June, a possible sign that inflation is starting to ease. The decrease is primarily driven by price declines in gasoline, which is 7.7%, and energy, which is 4.6%, and both of those which help offset increases in shelter and food costs. The Consumer Price Index is a proxy for inflation that tracks the price of baskets, of goods and services. Higher inflation means consumers buy fewer goods with each dollar they spend. The core consumer price index, which involves, rather, which removes volatile food and energy prices, rose 5.9% year over year. Well, despite the news, analysts um, expect the Federal Reserve to continue with plans to raise interest rates to curb inflation. Now, you said you had uh, queued up a piece of music, right? Yeah, if you want it. I mean, it's uh, kind of an upbeat song there, and... The, I like uh, those in the mornings, try to get people, make people's mornings a little bit better, you know. Okay. And that's in CD2. That it is, yes. And, um. Yeah, we need a bulb there, too. A bulb? A bulb. Yeah. Oh, I see a light's out. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's, um, let's see what you pick. Yeah. <laughs> I know it already. And I bet you do too. It's the hustle.
it's such a happy song. We'll be back to wind up the week tomorrow. Till we get there, be careful out there. Enjoy the weather. And we love you. In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WATH FMs. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. We begin with something to celebrate at the gas pump. AAA says the national average for a gallon of unleaded regular has now dropped below $4, down 15 cents in just the last week and 68 cents in the last month. I'm very pleased that they're finally going down a little bit. Um, I think it's an excellent thing. I think it's about time. Yeah, it's a good start. That is less money. I think it's great. Great, great, great. Gasoline peaked nationally at just over $5 a gallon on June 14th. Jim Crisula, CBS news oak ridge north carolina there's another hopeful economic sign today wholesale inflation has fallen month to month for the first time in more than two years bank rates mark hamrick energy led the way down and most of the components showed some cooling on the month with the exception of food layoffs continue in the job market applications for unemployment climbed 14,000 last week that's the fifth increase in six weeks but the labor department reported last week employees added 528,000 positions. The death toll still at three, a day after a house exploded in Evansville, Indiana. Fire officials say 39 other homes were damaged. Almost a dozen are uninhabitable. Fire Chief Mike Connolly. Uh, no cause is determined at this time. Investigation is ongoing and at this point it's going to be a very tedious process. Police have arrested a man who shot three people including his brother and an officer during an hours-long standoff near L.A. KCBS TV chopper reporter Desmond Shaw watched from above. The suspect just came out of the front uh, all of a sudden with his hand